Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. And for the dull days of summer, it was a busy as hell week, eh? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, buckle up. and, <laughs> and oh, it, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. So, hey, we, I guess it's a good week. You know, some weeks we have guests, some weeks we don't. Normally, if we don't, I'm like, oh, you know, it might be nice to have a guest. This is one of those weeks I'm like, I'm glad we don't have a guest because we got a lot to get <laughs> No, we got, we got, we got tons to get to. A couple of things I want to get out of the way at, at the very beginning. Uh, first off, it was Frank Watson's birthday yesterday. Now, I don't know, that listeners, listeners uh, to Webmaster Radio are familiar with Aussie Webmaster, Frank, Frank Watson, a uh, friend of the industry, friend of Webmaster Radio, and a uh, dear friend of uh, both Dave and mine. Um, Frank, happy birthday, brother. Indeed, happy birthday. Okay. Interesting thing happened during our show last week. Did you, did you, did you read that, uh, the post that um, uh, Barry Schwartz put up about, about our show last week? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, so, like, for me, this is a life achievement unlock. I feel so good about this. Um, I, I know I really shouldn't feel as proud about this, but um, Google turned various lights on. But um, somehow we managed to get um, – well, while Barry Schwartz was listening to the show last week, we uh, somehow managed to have his Google device um, turn on all the lights in his house. <laughs> I feel weirdly proud of that. We won't specifically say how we did it because I don't want – his wife again going, what is going on here? And get these people to stop. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's a new, I mean, it, it's interesting. It's, it's humorous in, in this application, right? Like in our, in our account, but it certainly shows a very, very big weakness in, in the system, right? Like it, there are cases and I think it was brought up in a post and it, it doesn't take much to go, you know, much further than that to go, okay, this could be a problem. You know, an intruder breaks into your house. I, I won't say something, something, Google something, something, turn off the lights, right? I just put the somethings in there to not trigger lights to go off in all in people's houses. Um, Suddenly there is sexy music and, 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 all over North America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and those sorts of things, right? Like this, this could actually be um, a, a very significant problem. So it's, it's definitely something they've got to work on. I know they're trying to sort of work on it with, um, you know, different voices controlling different things. Uh, what they need to do is actually just lock that down and make it that it takes this voice to do that. <laughs> right? I, mean, I grew up in the days, honest to goodness, of phone freaking with a tape recorder and a uh, and, and 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 a, and a payphone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and when we thought it was really cool to um, use the universal garage door opener to screw with your neighbors. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> um, okay, so, but, you, but beyond learning that we have this uh, hidden superpower on our show, we also learned that uh, Barry Schwartz listens to Webcology Live. So, hey, Barry, how you doing, dude? Hey, Barry. Um, okay. Uh, we also learned this week uh, 
that Rusty Brick, Barry Schwartz, won an outstanding community service award um, earlier this month at the Search Engine Land Awards in uh, Seattle. He just announced it and wrote about it uh, yesterday, and I, I, or two days ago. I saw it come across my Facebook feed, and I just wanted to say, Barry, man, congratulations. Like, well-deserved. Yeah. I mean, he won Search Personality of the Year last year. Yeah. Um, you know, here he is at, uh, you know, winning a they're they're truly deserved awards like clearly for anybody in our listening audience who who doesn't know Barry Schwartz I mean we can all say yeah dude's stepped up and and done a lot for for our community uh but my advice would be uh do head over to SE Roundtable right I I've got it in my feed reader you know to, to sort of every morning the the feeds that I that I read every morning if you want to know what's going on that's yeah. where to go. And, and for regular listeners, you'll know that's true because we mention them and this show is no exception at least once a show, usually multiple times. And I think this is going to be one of those shows where it's multiple times because we're covering news and nobody covers it more than uh, Barry and Barry. One of the things Barry covered, but you know what? Barry covered this. Uh, Ginny Marvin covered this. Um, like everybody has covered this. You covered this because it's a, it's, it's, it's close to being outrageous. Um, so, 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 so Google's um, changed, um, broadened phrase match to include uh, keyword like stuff that's close, close variants. Um, this must frustrate the hell out of you. <laughs> oh, God. I, I'm, I'm having to warn clients now um, and already have. That was half the reason that I um, you know, wrote a post on it. I'm like, okay, now I can send it to clients and go, here, here's, here's what I'm talking about that we have to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it's brutal. For, for anybody involved in PPC, um, you'll remember, sorry, I'll just quickly summarize it so that sorry, listeners know what we're talking about here. Um, back in, I think it was 2017, anyway, they, they took exact match, and that was the first time, and I found it really ironic because exact should mean exact. Um, <laughs> you think? Close variants, you know, we're, we're going to let people flip the words. We're going to let people use, you know, plurals. We're going to, you know, that sort of thing, where it, it was no longer exact anymore um now they're extending that to the broadened phrase as Ginny or Ginny pointed out uh people were sort of joking going phrase match is a little more exact than exact now because they weren't doing <laughs> that with phrase and so you could go in dump in a phrase match and put in a bunch of negatives and you'd for the most part nail it um you know just put in every negative you can think of and it, it would pull in very very little so it was, it was actually fairly decent for an exact match they're now moving out of that and going, oh, okay, the modified broad um, and the uh, phrase match are now also going to accept close variants and, and all that sort of stuff. One thing they are doing, and they've, you know, in their you know, benevolence, um, which is BS in my opinion, um, but they've stated that, okay, we're, you know, we're going to let you, you know, if we have two, because all of a sudden you've got close variants, what if you're, you have um, ad groups for close variants? Right, like one ad group has has one of the variants, one of them has another. Which one is going to win? They have said that if one of them actually has, um, you know, a, a closer match, the one that is the best fit, they are going to count that. Makes sense. They should be doing that all along, right? <laughs> but because now there will start to be some overlap if you're bidding on one specifically, um, that'll be the one that that triggers. Makes sense because your ads are going to be written for that. But that's my really big concern right now, and and my advice to folks. Um, it, it's coming out in the coming weeks, so you can't see it right now, but watch your queries report. It, I mean, you should be doing this anyway, but it's about to get a little nutty in there because I have a feeling you're going to start to see a lot more terms that maybe you didn't bid on and you're not sure where they're coming from. So 
you've got some negatives in there that you're, you're going to have to add. A, a positive is, hey, you might find some opportunities you never thought of, right? You'll understand what Google thinks is a closed variant. You might go, oh, that's a, that's a good one. So, so that part is a good thing. Um, but something that occurs to me that may be a, a big problem um, is anytime there's something close but but not actually a match to you, right? Happens happens often enough where it's like Google might think it's close, it might actually be close. But my, you know, I don't offer all the services, right? I mean, you know, an SEO, for example, you know, I, I might call myself an internet marketer. Google might go, oh, paid search that relates to internet marketing and start to trigger my ads because paid search is kind of close. I might not offer paid search. <laughs> like, so you, you may get those variants. If you're using keyword insertion in your titles or descriptions, then you're actually going to be triggering something that will draw attention to the fact that you do, right? Like it's going to do a replacement. And so that close variant will actually start to show up in your title and description. So I think it's going to adjust, at least in the short term, how I use um, keyword insertion into, into ads. It's a really powerful tool. It's fantastic. But if I'm going to start to show up for close variants that I don't want to, um, then, then we may have problems. You know, I think of a, a, you know, we've got a client who's an ATV dealer um, and they carry a lot of the, the manufacturers and, and models, but not all of them. Well, I'm betting dollars to donuts. I'm going to start to see close variants triggering for models that we don't carry because it's close to one that we do. I, I suspect we're going to see that. So I'll update once it actually rolls out into the campaigns that we're working on. I'll, I'll certainly follow up with, here's about what we're, what we're seeing. Um, to give an idea of volume, Google's estimating that uh, people will get about 4% more traffic. Now, I personally read that as about 4% more revenue um, to Google. No, indeed. I was going to about to ask. You might be getting 4% more traffic, but is this the kind of traffic you're really trying to attract? And, and that's the problem. And I, the people I really feel sorry for, and we've got them as clients, you know, I bet most, most managers do, is if you're pushing up against your budget as it is, right? Like, and we have clients that exhaust their budgets, right? Like that, that just happens. Um, you know, their, their daily budget, they, they don't have a budget as big as the traffic possibilities are for them. So if, if you're hitting up against your daily budget, now you conceivably will be getting traffic that will reduce your CPA, reduce your number of conversions because it's going to be eating up a budget that's already getting exhausted. If you have extra budget, there might actually be some opportunities in there. You're, you're going to take some hits, but you might take some, some wins as well in finding new opportunities. Um, but I would definitely, and, and if you've got managers available, like this is great for, for managers because I have to look at search queries reports. And if I see things that, okay, it's a close variant, doesn't quite match, like my, my ad copy isn't working for this. I'm going to have to create new ad groups, maybe even new landing pages. Um, so perspective, this isn't really bad as far as it's making more work for me, right? To go HTTPS. That was, that was fantastic. <laughs> Whether they needed it or not, you need to go HTTPS. That was fantastic for cert providers and, and the people that needed to install them. <laughs> but, but so from that context, it's great. It makes more work for me. Um, but for business owners, I don't think it's good. And I think a lot of DIYers, especially people who don't really understand what they're doing, and, and I, I, I know a few of them, um, usually they end up coming to somebody you know, later, but mm -hmm. they won't know to go to their search queries report. And if they do, they won't know how to, how to use it. I mean, I'm going you know, pretty low level. Hey, we're just testing the waters here kind of thing. And, and the problem then hits is they're going to go, well, I guess paid search doesn't work. No. <laughs> and that's all that always happens, right? I mean, SEO doesn't work because you gave it a month and it didn't quite pay off for you. Um, you know, but I, I think we're seeing some problems. It drives me nuts. The, the, the word exact, the word, these things 
mean a thing, right? Like they, 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 especially exact, right? It's just ironic they switch because the word exact actually means a thing. Um, but we have created these accounts under a specific environment. And then to go, oh, we're changing all of that. Would I launch in? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, would I still do paid search? Yes, of course, I'd still do paid search. But I'd have set them up differently in the beginning than I, now I have to reverse engineer a bunch of accounts and start monitoring things. I had to monitor. Anyway, so folks, pay attention to your search queries reports. Um, you know, and, and get ready to put in some negatives and get ready to make some new ad, uh, some new ad groups. Cause that's probably going to happen. Okay. So we got time for one more before we got to take our first break. Um, a real short one. This is this one should, shouldn't take the good Google taketh the good Google, um, <laughs> or give it, give it the good Google taketh. So Google's given you more work on that side of your desk. Mm-hmm. Maybe just maybe Google will take a little bit of work off your desk. I say this facetiously because it's not going to affect you in any way whatsoever. But John Mueller put a recommendation out, and he's telling webmasters that it's probably worth keeping their URLs underneath 1,000 characters. So you won't have to read as much. <laughs> yeah, that going for you, huh? Have you ever seen a URL that approaches 1,000 characters? Uh, you know, I, I have, and, and I'm sure you have too. And it was in the days, and, and we all sort of saw them, where you'd plant URL parameters. It basically, it was, oh, it was assets, right? Like you'd put a URL parameter, and then it would get sent into an infinite loop by like clicking back to itself and add a new parameter, right? It, it was, that doesn't count. That's not real. Yeah, I had never seen them happen that long on purpose. So that he has to say this, I find... It's it, it's it's like some it's like someone saying don't go shooting pink striped tigers. <laughs> you shouldn't be going and shooting pink striped tigers because you know that's not a nice thing to do to the pink striped tigers. But someone saying that indicates that pink striped tigers actually exist somewhere. Yeah, and I've never seen one myself, but you know I'll take his word for it. <laughs> um, so don't go phrasing pink striped tigers in your URL strings. It's really too long. Bottom line. <laughs> All right. Okay. On on that piece of advice, dude. I'm sorry. We got to take a break. It's uh, 20 minutes past the hour at the time of recording. So, friends, you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This uh, podcast was recorded live to air on uh, August 1st, 2018. I'm Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around. More great content coming up after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's August 1st, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, Dave, you posted a, uh, uh, a link in um, our discussion group just before the show started that I first looked at and sort of rolled my eyes, like, well, yeah, of course. But the more I read the story, the more actually this is actually this is a important news story to our audience. Um, Instagram is purging. Instagram is like just going out there and knocking meme accounts down. Um, yeah. Some pages had uh, you know multiple hundreds of thousands, millions of followers. Um, uh, no warning, and uh, I guess more importantly to many of the many of the account owners, no right of appeal. Some of these accounts were commercial accounts, um, businesses making money um, in partnership with advertisers, and boom, the rug got pulled out from under them. That's pretty heavy, huh? It is. It's it's a good reminder. Right? Like I I don't really know whose side I take. According to Instagram. Um, you know, they had viola- done a, a few violations and it was repeated. I'm going to guess that there were copyright issues. That's, that's my, my guess that they had had warnings about copyright, their memes, so they left them up. I, I'm going to guess that's, that's how this played out. And, 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 and so these accounts were, were brought down. So I, I don't really, I'm, and this is just a guess, so I don't really know whose side specifically I would, I would take on this but what is important to remember, and I think why it's, it's important, and I think so to you for our listeners, is just because it's your social media account doesn't mean you own it. <laughs> right? Like These things can be taken away. We, we, we saw it happen. I can't remember the, what the Royals, I can't remember the gentleman's name who had um, his Instagram account pulled from him. I guess it's Instagram, and they sure like doing this, um, and given to the Royal family because the Royal family wanted it, even though he used it to follow his, his favorite sports team. Um, you know, so, and this is just yet another reminder, like there were, there was a student earning, you know, 30 K, um, you know, and, and working his way paying for college with this, it's not his. Now, if he still was in violation of copyright and refusing to pay attention to the warnings and just left it up there, well, that's, you know, (laughs) that's kind of his responsibility, but, um, you know, it, it is good to remember that this isn't yours. It can be pulled away. If the, the network went down and they went, yeah, we're bankrupt, whatever, and just walked away, there's nothing you can do about it. So this is kind of... Well, another thing worth noting, um, a website, if you, if, if, if you lease a domain name, uh, rent web hosting space, <laughs> invest your time and put up the website yourself, 
for the time that you've pretty much leased the domain name, that's property. That's yours. That website belongs to you. Those ones and zeros, they're yours. That's your platform. You've made it. But if you post something on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, or any of the social media uh, platforms, that's theirs. Much like the, 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 the book you buy on Audible or the music you listen to on Spotify. That doesn't belong to you. That belongs to the, the, the platform. On Facebook, this is why you don't own your images when they go up to Facebook. Facebook owns them once you upload them because they're on their platform. They can do whatever they want with them. Um, and you've made that agreement in your end user license agreement, which you might have signed 12 years ago and completely forgotten about, but you still signed the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the pages that got deleted from, uh, from Instagram include um, at darted, at sour pods, at silent memes, which I, I doubt was breaking any music uh, copyrights. Um, <laughs> At Grandpa's Genitals, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, at Grinder, which might have something to do with Grandpa's Genitals, I don't know. Um, at Meme Humus, um, etc. Uh, does it, I mean a lot? It doesn't look like there was um, uh, uh, like hate stuff going on. Um, like you said, there might have been. There might have been some copyright stuff going on. But we're talking thousands of accounts. Little Nas X had his account swiped. I mean, like seriously, you might, you might, you might get sick of that song, but there's no reason to get rid of the guy's account. <laughs> well, it's true, and I mean, it, it, it's interesting because it would, like, the reason I have to think that it is um, that it would have been some sort of copyright violation that they were repeatedly ignoring has to be that these actually would be dr- drawing. But like, I, you know, I, I go to Reddit and I, you know demotivational or memes or whatever like these are actually subreddits i go to when i just want to be entertained right mm-hmm. now so i i can only imagine now i don't use instagram very much myself personally for for non-work stuff but for for people who do <laughs> um you know i could see that being the place you would go where i go to reddit somebody may go to instagram so it's interesting and obviously the revenue followed that they would have been probably some fairly popular account Right? I mean, that, that's why we're talking about 30 million followers. Yeah. Um, so it, it's sort of interesting that they did pull them down. They would have been, I'm guessing, at least some of them fairly popular. Um, they would have been a destination I'd go to if that was one of the, the places um, that, I, that I went for that kind of material. But, you know, it, it's interesting. But I think, yeah, it, it's, it, as long as we can all remember, and, and you called it too, you don't really own your website. I mean, you do. You own whatever's on your machine. <laughs> but that's about it. The rest of it, you're... These things are good way. You you lease a car, it's yours till you stop. Nebraska <laughs> wants to play Old Town Road so badly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you can hear him in the background just chanting. <laughs> All right. I I don't think we're getting in trouble with that. If we are, we're going to be getting in trouble with uh, Miley Cyrus's dad, and I don't really take that too seriously anyway, so whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so Google is now sending directives out, uh, sending messages out to webmasters who are still using um, robots text in... Uh, still using robots text, or, or I'm sorry, uh, still using no index in their robots text files. Um, which I imagine is just about everybody, because honestly, goodness, who bothered went removing it from their index, their robots text file, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
you just know it's not working anymore and you won't put it in any new ones. Well, apparently they set a date, September 1st, 2019. Um, they say they never supported it in the first place, but it's going to stop working. Not that it ever worked in the first place because it didn't, but if it did work, it's going to stop working. <laughs> not that it did. <laughs> On September 1st, so if you depended on it and it has been working for you, not that it ever did, but if it has been on the off chance, weird that it might have been, it won't anymore, not that it ever did. <laughs> I think I got that right. That's, I think, my favorite way I've ever heard one of our news stories worded. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just quoting Google. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this, is, this is a notice that Bill Hartson received, okay? Remove no index statements from robots text of... Uh, HTTPS site.com to the owner of site.com Google has indexed your site's robot text file and has identified that your, ro your site's robot text file contains the unsupported rule no index. Now here's, here's the fun part. This rule was never officially supported by Google and on a f September 1st, 2019 it will stop working. Okay, well, so again, it was never supported but it's working but it won't work. So... <laughs> Get rid of it. Well, don't get rid of it. It doesn't really matter. But don't depend on it because it ain't going to be there anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You can leave your authorship tag in there, too, if you want. <laughs> um, now, here's the deal. Google will keep notifying you about it. Um, but so. But, you know what? That's a good point. I'm, I'm actually just doing a, a large audit for, for a client right now. Yeah. Um, and we've hit a lot of those issues and, and I really love something you've brought up and, it, and it's worth really highlighting for people is you will keep getting those notices. And I've got a client with basically some, a whole inert set of problems. Everything's canonicaling, right? But there's this whole inert set of problems caused by canonicals where there's, or caused by, um, yeah, the, the, the canonical tag, basically where there's a bunch of pages with parameters and all of them are canonical, right? So there's, there's no problem but it's plugging up their search console with millions upon millions <laughs> of pages. Um, they're all stacked in there and, and it's search console is showing me a limited number of things. So very similar to that is it itself isn't a problem. Everything is, is working just fine, but I'm still giving them the advice to use the robots file with a wildcard to block any of the URLs with this parameter to trim down the number of pages in the index. Basically, uh, sort of, I think what you were touching on there, which is, so when something shows up, you know, to look <laughs> like, so that if you start to see some, you know, that it's not being hidden under just the volume um, of, of sort of issues that you're looking at here, where it's like, oh, okay, it's not indexed. And you look through and you go, oh, okay, well, they're all just canonical to the right thing. Well, what happened at number 184,000, right? Like what's yeah. that one look like? So, it, you know, the, it can actually bury problems. So, just like you're saying, fix it just so that next time you get an alert, it does, you don't just delete it because it's that same one. Well, it might not be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, what are you going to do about it? You've been using, you've been using uh, your robots text file to have your um, non-supported uh, no index command. And it's been working for you all this time, even though what, <laughs> even though it didn't, but it did. Right. What are you going to do about it now? Wait, you just, you just delete it. And if everything was working great, then there you go. <laughs> well, well, here's the here's the thing. You actually you remember you didn't want this document appearing in, in search right. results. You, yeah. you, it's important to have on your site for whatever reason, but it's not supposed to appear live uh, in in Google. Yeah. So, 
you got to do it on a like honest to goodness. This is, is going to infuriate some people too with massive sites, but you got to do it on a page by page basis. Either you got to throw it in the robots meta tag, which is in the head section of every individual page on your site, or you can use 404 and 410 uh, 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 status codes. But that again is a page by page application. Mm-hmm. Um, you can password protect entire sections of your website or or in, or pages. Mm-hmm. You can um, you can using robots text file. You can use a disallow file. So like you can still do a batch operation if you need to exclude a whole whack load of pages. Um, it used to be that 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 um, the thing is you have to mention each page one by one by one in the robots text file, and you used to be able to just sort of like do a batch thing um, in the robots text file. You didn't index the entire damn site. Um, so you can use disallows, um, and you can just remove the URL entirely in search console using the remove URL tool, which is, is still supported. Um, Mm -hmm. now here's the deal. If there's a pathway back to that URL again, it's going to end up back in the index. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's like playing whackable, but, um, but it works, but it works. Well, and, and, and I know I've read this somewhere and it, you know, if I remember correctly, it's like a, it depends kind of scenario, which is, you know, as you were sort of covering earlier, it's a very googly way to, way to say things. But if you've no indexed something, chances are, and, and, and this Google's answer, if I remember correctly, was a, it depends, but probably most of the time, um, they're not going to end up following. They have an index that content doesn't have value quote unquote, right? Like that content doesn't have value. You don't want this content index. Well, with that content includes the links. Um, so leaving your follow no index, there is a very good chance that any links on that page are not being considered anyway, or certainly being devalued. Um, so, you know, how, how, how important, <laughs> you know, it is that why to go to your, just use your robots, right? And it, I mean, the only time I could see an exception is if you have like this ton of links on that page that, or to that page that just for some reason, you don't want that page to appear, but it's content that acquires a lot of links. I, I can't see that possibly happening, but if that did magically happen, I could see that being a, you know, now you'd have to get creative, but for the most part, it probably doesn't have incoming link weight. You really want to pass. And so just, just disallow it. Right. I, I, I actually invite some tweets cause well, I know we'll go to commercial break soon. Um, I don't know. Beanstalk. I am, you can, you can send a tweet. If you can think of some ex- exceptions um, to that, I would love to hear them specific scenarios where, you know, we can maybe bring it up after, after the break, if there are any that people can think of, I would love to hear of some specific um, sort of exceptions where, Oh, okay, here's the problem I have. And, and what would you do in, in these cases? Um, but I can't really think of any offhand. We have a few minutes before we got to go to break. And if we're going to get the story into the show at all, we got to do it now or we're not going to have time. Okay. Um, actually, I think we ought to mush two stories together. Um, Barry Schwartz, name mentioned again, is reporting at um, SE Roundtable that he's seeing indicators and he's been, you know, getting, getting reports from, uh, from his various spies and, uh, and webmaster world and his various tools that there is another update that started sometime last night or this morning. Um, interestingly, um, Danny Sullivan, uh, Google spokesperson, Danny Sullivan has written a guidance article on core updates. Um, and, uh, uh, uh yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, it's D- Danny wrote it. It's going to be a long read. 
It just came out uh, earlier, like just came out in, in the last couple hours. But um, absolutely, it's going to be. I have, so I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Um, I know. I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I, I, I've got it. I've got it bookmarked, actually, on my things to read by the end of the week. But <laughs> yeah, so this, this came out today. We haven't actually had a chance to, to read or review it yet. Luckily, Roger Monty over at Search Engine Journal has had a chance to read through and has... Um, you know, laid down um, a number of the the, the, the salient points from it. Um, so again, import, the most important thing to know, Danny Sullivan has written um, guidance on core algorithm updates, what uh, SEOs should probably do um, it, it, w w when encountering one. So, yeah. so and, you know, say, I, I, I have to read it because it's just the sort of material that you have to read, but I, I, I almost feel like I already know what I'm going to read because it's from Google. <laughs> and so I know what they're going to say um, I should be doing, but it is going to be interesting. And if we find any surprises, I guess that'll give us some, uh, some stuff to talk about next week. Okay. So when an update happens, our advice is always being chill out, <laughs> figure out what's going on and then take action. Danny's advice is, and Google's advice, Google speaking on behalf, or Danny speaking on behalf of Google, um, Google's advice is chill out and ask yourself a couple, uh, some four questions. Ask yourself about content and quality. Ask yourself about expertise, presentation and production, and then comparing your content to competitors' contents. Ask yourself questions around how does my content stack up against my competitors. So sort of questions you might want to ask, like say about like content and quality, is this the sort of page you'd want to bookmark or share with a friend? Would you expect to see this content referenced by a printed magazine, encyclopedia, or a book? Um, basically, I guess you're asking, you're, you're challenging yourself with some pretty truthy questions. Um, am, I, am I creating valuable stuff or not? That's what it comes down to. Not and are you surprised to hear that come out of Google? I'm not, but there's a goodness gracious. One thing that bothers me um, about Google's advice on their upgrade updates is it's always content related, and that's actually that's great for me, given that I'm a writer and content <laughs> SEO. I was going to say, odd to hear you complain about that. But you know, your gut, my gut, and like logic tells us, it's a little more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. if, if it was just great content then I'm telling you I'd rank number one all the time and I don't I don't I'm, I'm the truth is I don't there's a lot of technical stuff going if you have a website that has incredible content but as slow as molasses Google's ranking your neighbor um, that's just the way it is uh, you, 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 you might get the odd the odd ranking here and there when Google just desperately needs your words to answer the question given the way the, the query was phrased yep. but if there's a site that's better than yours it will outrank you Guarantee it. Well, you're right. Google is trying to provide the best experience for their user, right? So, so, so that again, will include the content, but it's going to include other things as well. Absolutely. And so kudos to Google and kudos to Danny Sullivan for, uh, for, for writing a guidance document that has webmasters and website owners asking themselves some very serious and, you know, like, like, like uh, radical honesty focused questions on the, you know, quality and expertise and veracity of the information they're putting out there. Mm -hmm. 
But let's not pretend that there's not technical solutions to some problems, to ranking problems at Google as well. Let's, let's not pretend that like like that, that technical SEO isn't a thing. It is. No, I, I completely agree. And I think there's actually a, a fairly strong argument for it being, and, and I don't think Google would, would disagree either, is technical is how you give Google what they need to have, <laughs> like in the format they need to have it in to understand what's there. You can go create great content. Fantastic. But if Google doesn't understand that content properly, like to its full, full complexity, they're not going to get it. So add some schema, help them out. <laughs> Indeed. Well, but absolutely. But, but, um, do you think, do you think like, like just get the way that Google's giving advice out? Um, do you think that Google just assumes that webmasters at this level have that, that experience and they, it, they don't bother mentioning because they just, they just shouldn't have to? You know, I don't know. Or if it's a case of, cause they, they say a lot of stuff, right? Like they got Martin split talking about JavaScript over here. They got John answering questions over here. They got Danny publishing something, you know, that, that's more content focused and they may just understand, which would be interesting. Um, and, and they probably do certainly Danny does that there's, you know, it, it's not 2002 anymore, right? Like, not one person is trying to do everything. So like a dog whistle, they'll just put stuff out and the ones that it applies to will go, oh, perk up and gravitate to it. If you're a technical SEO, you'd probably read that and go, no, okay, good, good for me to know what they're talking about, but I don't need to, that doesn't affect me. But then, you know, Martin puts out something on, oh, okay, here's how to make sure your JavaScript site gets indexed. Ah, okay. But like, now that's the stuff I need to pay attention to. So I wonder if they all just sort of, we're each just going to put stuff out in, 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 in the application because we can't expect them to even know everything. They work there, but Google's big. <laughs> like, oh, indeed. And, and they, they can't know everything yeah. either. So they're, they're probably just sending, and, and maybe that's something they need to do in their titles. Like with Martin, they do, but um, you know, actually have like, this is what I, when I'm talking, I'm representing our approach to content. <laughs> there you go. That honest to goodness. I think that would be so helpful if they did something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We should take a break now. We're uh, we're quarter to the top of the hour at time of recording. So, friends, you are listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This show was recorded um, live to air to podcast on August the 1st, 2019. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Stick around. We've got another segment coming up on Webcology and more great content on Webmaster Radio. Um, we're back after these messages. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. 
TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. It passes before it's noticed a slight. Rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart as a beat, like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with Brian Massey and his guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedConsequencesPodcast.com and find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on Purpose. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Pick out some new favorite podcasts now. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Jadari's Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Beanstalk Internet Marketing. It's the uh, 1st of August, 2019, and um, I'm not sure how I feel about this next story. Um when I was on the uh, the tour circuit and, and out, um, you know, as a, as a writer and a, and a quasi journalist in the search industry and stuff, I always had rules that that people I was talking to or sitting with me clearly understood about when things were on the record and when things were off the record. And quick tip around journalists: there is almost never off the record. Like like like, even if they tell you it's off the record. Be wary of what you say, no matter what. Okay, and one of the reasons I'm not sure how I feel about this story is I used to rely on people trusting me when you know after they were informed of the house rules. If there was a drink in my hand, this is off the record. That was my rule. If if I had an alcoholic beverage in my hand and you had an alcohol al- alcoholic beverage in your hand, everything was going to be off record, and that was a promise I made that I would never break. Because mm-hmm. you rely on that kind of trust as a as a journalist, um, as you know, as a reporter, as somebody who's taking like business information and giving it to other people, like you know. So, but at the same time, like I can't blame him for doing this. So, two years ago, uh, April fourth, twenty seventeen, um, Dan Shore from uh, from EvolvingSEO.com and a number of other people went out for supper with uh, with Gary Ease from Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Dan didn't record it. Like, there's a little bit of a little bit of a, a, a discrepancy in the story here. Dan didn't actually secretly record the conversation. After supper, he went and sat down, got into his car, sat down, and and, and wrote notes out on, on on the conversation. So it's not like he was secretly recording Gary. That didn't happen. 
Um, anyone that's that's not the that's not the weirdness. Um, not the weirdness is you know just I don't think Gary. Um, but then again, if you're if you're Gary E's and you're talking to a group of SEOs, you got to know someone's going to say something, even if even if everyone says he ain't going to say something, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's sort of the the background on uh, on this. That said, um, a complete treasure trove of interesting stuff happened in that conversation. <laughs> um, I guess when you get a Googler talking about the inside of Google and they just get going, you don't want to stop them, right? Right. No. And um, that seems to be what happened here. They talked about um, they talked about a whole bunch of stuff, like how AMP doesn't pass the mobile-friendly test, what happens around purchasing a domain with old content, um, losing star snippets. Uh, if you lose star snippets, it might indicate a site-wide issue. A uh, little, little tip. So whole bunch of stuff that got talked about got written down and then put into a podcast that uh that Dan hosts and he released the podcast um back on back on Monday so it's really worth a listen to um it's over at um it's over at evolving seo evolving seo.com um what do you think Dave like like I I, mean, I don't know about the morality of Dan Dan uh writing about the conversation after two years later, but um, what do you think of the information that got put out? Um, well, I tried to take it with a bit of a grain of salt, like remembering, of course, it's two years old, right? But this yeah. is like, we, every week we're like, and a bunch of stuff happened. <laughs> like, um, so you, you, you have to take information like this with a, what could have changed. Also it's is based on, what Barry knew. And then it's also, and I'm, I'm sure he's like, you know, I'm sure everything he wrote is, is true, but I'm reading a post event. I, I don't know if he'd had a few beers, but like a, a perhaps biased interpretation. I have no idea or biased, like sort of tweaked interpretation because I mean, if I tell you a story of something that happened to me, you know, a couple days ago, a couple years ago, certainly, what my brain does with that information is going to be slightly different. So cliff notes. Yes. It's, it's going to be probably accurate. I'd remember the highlights, but any subtleties are going to be probably skewed dramatically. Um, that's just the way the human, the human brain works, but there are some very interesting little, little tidbits, um, you know, and, and some things that you just said, there's sort of a reinforcing, you know, I, I liked the, the comment on DA, right? Like we all talk about it, right? Like whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's, you know, whether it's real, right? And, and he basically confirmed what we all know. Yeah. You don't really have a lot to work with since we took away page. Rank. I mean, that's not the way it's written, but you know, page rank's gone. You don't have another metric. I'm gathering, like I'm interpreting my, in myself. So this is my skewed version of it, but I'm sort of interpreting or interpreting what he's saying as, yeah, it's the best you got, but it's not great. <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen people out there. And just as a side note, um, didn't did Neil Patel like do a video on domain authority recently or something? Because I've seen, I, I've had three emails recently trying to sell me domain authority. Oh, anyway, just side note, really, really <laughs> me off when I see shit like that. Um, yeah, no, it, it is interesting. You do see these things happening, happening gluts. Um, like AMP, for example, and it's funny, I, I should have, but I, I haven't, you know, who does it now, right? Like that's years ago. AMP's come a long way. Oh, indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like since then and, and stuff like that, um, you know, knowledge boxes in the U S but not Canada. 
well, I'm in Canada and, um, yeah, we, we have knowledge boxes. We also we have call a, them knowledge igloos, by the way. <laughs> right. So it, it all is a little bit skewed. I don't really have a moral problem with what he did because of the delay. And I don't actually know that there was a moral, like, was there anything discussed? You had a, you know, when I have a drink in my hand and you do, you know, I, I won't, you know, we're not talking at school. This is, this is confidential, but you would tell the person that so that they, then, clearly. right. I thought it was really, I thought it was important. You got to lay the ground rules down. Well, exactly. And the, the reason is, is it's not implied. So uh, just because they might've been out to dinner, just because they might've been out for drinks, doesn't mean there was some implied, you know, we're not going to talk about this. If it was stated, then I have a problem, but I don't know that it was. I, I don't think Dan would violate that. So I, I doubt it was. And, and so, no, I don't actually have a problem with it. If, if Gary was talking, and he, Gary might not even have a problem with it, right? Like, I mean, for, for all I know, I know Matt used to be like quite open. Like you go and chat with him after like a conference, not even over drinks, just like after a session and, all of a sudden you're getting all the information you wish the session was about, right? And <laughs> they're <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay. And, and he would, you know, it would get posted. He knew it would get posted. It would get posted. And I think he was just like, yeah, okay, this is when I can actually answer the questions. He can pull a John Mueller, right? Like an answer the questions off the top, you know, off the cuff mm-hmm. rather than making a video where he's a T-Rex. Um, you know, so I, I don't really have an ethical problem with it unless there was a, you know, some sort of stated, um, you know, this is yeah, you're right. Now, you know what? Before before it's too late, I do want to draw myself back a little bit. Like I was making assumptions there. Um, and yeah, you're absolutely right, Dave. I, I find I usually am. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 All right, we got time for uh, for one or two more ep- or, uh, episodes. We have time Definitely for plenty more episodes, folks. Don't worry. Um, but uh, yeah, where do you want to go? Well, um, unless you got one up your sleeve, I thought the one I saw one uh, about Google um, allowing you to make a new property type in uh, in Google Analytics, uh, merging your um, desktop or or uh, mobile uh, 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 analytics with um, traffic from apps, so you can see the efficacy of an entire campaign um, rather than having to look at two or three different. Um, analytic accounts. Yeah, I find I really, I, I love that story. Um, but I'm not really sure yet what it means, right? Like, I mean, it means for us, anytime you can merge information together, though, to, to view campaign, you know, successes. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to love it. I got to love it. Everybody in the, you know, our listening audience is probably like, yeah, awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I haven't, it's going to save me time in a couple of different ways. Um, I won't have to set up an entire new analytics profile for um, tracking app um, traffic like I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can now put them all in the same profile, but I'm still going to have to have. I'm still going to have to segment them. I still want to know what desktop is pulling. I still want to know what what um, mobile is pulling. And so instead of going from tab to tab to tab, like I would, like I would have open or alt tabbing between windows, I'm just going to be going up and changing the drop down. <laughs> um, so I might have the same, I might have the same um, Google account with three different property, uh, three different property values open in three different windows. So I can alt tab between those and not have to use the uh, drop down menu. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, no, and that's you know what that's that's a good point because it is 
at least, anytime you have to work with two data sources, it's rough, right? Like it, it just, it just, it just is, <laughs> um, you know, and I, I have to do it often. I'm sure you do too, where I'm like, okay, I'm looking at my month over month and then I'm looking at my year over year and I'm looking at different cam, you know, or, uh, okay, well the campaign set up in this AdWords account is completely different over here than it was over here because it was completely restructured because the old PPC manager didn't know what they were doing. Right. I, I speak from, you know, I I'm thinking of a specific example from yesterday, <laughs> right. But now I'm having to look at two completely different sets of data and try and compare them and, and match them up. And it, it's a nightmare. So yes, merging these in, I, I think is, is going to be fantastic. I'll be relying on you. I only have two clients where this would apply to, and it's not really in my area. I actually do their paid search and we're not dealing with app stuff right now. We will be, but we're not right now. So it's not really going to impact me in a way I would, you know, notice you know, a lot, but, uh, but it sounds like you have uh, a little more in there. So I'm, I'm I, ju I just got this uh, nation level, um, the serious intimidation level. Like, you know, you know, those big accounts and there's ones that make you go, Oh God. Okay. I can do this. I can totally do this. Like I can do it. I got one of those. And um, I am certain like they have an app. I am, I, I'm, I'm going to be amused six way to Sunday working with these guys. Because uh, it's just going to be so much information coming in. Awesome, awesome. So, well, I'm yes, I will tell you how that works. Awesome. And our listeners will will gain your your wisdom as well, and the insights into it's it's not just and this is for our listeners, not you. It's not just a case of going, oh, you know, yes, it works. Well, great. We can we can say it probably will. Right? <laughs> yes, it will work. Um, but I'm looking forward to hearing the insights on what does it mean for you bottom line right like what, what insights are you gaining from this that you couldn't get before and, and that's going to be really really interesting for for me um and what i'm going to find curious and i don't know how how it'll all merge together so let me know this is do you is it merged as of a certain date and when you go back like if you're looking at your year over year is it a mess back there <laughs> or is it all merged you know properly where you can look at your data all in one place no matter how far back you go no, I, I got a feeling it's going to merge from date of merge. Otherwise, yeah. your, your account information's uh, would skew. Yeah, uh, this, yeah. I, I can't imagine how they would they would um, take post like 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 previous information and put it all together unless you instructed them to at at time of collection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's about it. Um, we have we have a couple seconds left. I had the weirdest thing happen this week. Um. Do you know? Do you, do you ever get the chance? One of the great things about being an SEO is you get to play detective, right? Like you get these like really weird anomalies in like Search Console or Analytics, and you got to figure out what the hell this means. Yep. Direct traffic going from say uh, recorded one or two thousand, uh, or I'm sorry, one thousand to twelve hundred attributed direct uh, visits per day mm -hmm. to over forty thousand, and this happened overnight and sustained. Wow. So you look at that and you go, well, that's not right. <laughs> this, this, this can't be right. Turns out it was tag attribution. Uh. Um, somebody set the tags up wrong. <laughs> but it, t it took three and a half hours to figure that out. <laughs> what a nightmare. Uh, okay, I thought that was funny. I mean, when you just see like direct, <laughs> oh, well, direct traffic, huh? Well, explain this to the client. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I'm sure everybody, well, most people in the audience probably be like, yeah. 
Like, we encountered that and going, oh, I'm sorry, Jim, and that took a long time. <laughs> like, it does sometimes take a while. I can hear the music, so I know George is it, trying to get us out of here. It is time to go. We Okay, so friends, you've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm on the 1st of August, 20, 2019. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around, webmasterradio.fm. Some great content coming up. We want to thank Brasco and the folks in the studio. And uh, stay safe, have fun, have a great long weekend if you're in Canada, and um, I hope you have a long weekend if you're in the States. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on the program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.